Happy Horror Facts. Welcome back to another episode of Queen's Table Live. It's your girl, Queen S, and we're back with another Table Talk Thursday. If you have not already, like, share, subscribe, do all your good stuff, sweetie, because you don't want to miss out to all the talk that's on the table. Now, do we? I don't think so. And make sure each and every Table Talk Thursday you have your QT juice ready and willing to sip, also oh gently when the time permits. You guys decided so based off of the title, y'all already know what topic we're talking about today. We are talking about toxic parents. Okay. Toxic parents. And if y'all know me, y'all know that this particular topic is so close to home. It's so, so close to home. And my life has been a roller coaster ride because of it. My life has been a revolving door of random anxiety attacks, random cases of depression, random cases of feeling like I'm not good enough. And I didn't really realize what type of toxic parents I have until, I mean, I mean, to be honest, we don't realize how certain things that were taught to us was taught through struggle love. So because it was taught through struggle love, this is what was projected to us. And because we're not about to sit here and deal with anything less than what we know we should deal with, we don't want the struggle love. And because we don't want the struggle love and we're asking for just unconditional love, that's where the disconnect is. That's where the issue lies. I'm going to take a couple of sips because... We're about to go in on the pink couch, <laughs> on Queen's Table, with Queen Sandra, okay? Per Table Talk Thursdays. We're about to go in. So let me, because this cup going to go down. <laughs> this cup going to go down. Okay, so boom. I'm going to use myself as an example throughout every point that I make. And the reason why I love the fact that I can use myself as an example versus someone else is because I have a degree in communication, I have a degree in psychology. So I allowed myself to go through whatever said emotions that I needed to go through and experience them how I needed to experience them. So now that I've already experienced what I experienced, I can give you a perspective point of view from someone who is healed and not hurt. If y'all are new, if y'all are old, if y'all need a refresher, we're just going to start from the jump. So I am Haitian American. I am first generation Haitian American descent. And I was the first person in my whole family history line to graduate from college. First woman to graduate from high school, first woman in, in general in the whole history line too, to graduate from college. Having toxic parents and also being first generation is two, two issues, two issues living in the same bubble. And what I mean about two issues living in the same bubble is my parents are first generation. So because they're first generation, they're going based off of what they thought they knew America was. They thought America was the land of the free, the home of the brave. You know, they fell into all the politics and the shenanigans that we fell into as kids. I remember in... I remember growing up in social studies class, I'm like, oh, wow, land of the free, home of the brave. Oh, my gosh, I can't wait to grow up. And then a bitch grew up and 
What freedom, bitch? Ain't no freedom, bitch. What freedom? Ain't none. Ain't none, baby. I should have told me them rules don't apply because of my color. You know, I would I would have been no found me a trade. But that's neither here nor there. In first generation of any type of descent, it's a different type of pressure. And what I mean about that being a different type of pressure is because they expect you to change the cycle. They expect you to break the cycle. They expect you to change what they knew as to being the great. They want you to come in and bulldoze the status quo that was once there to now make it higher. So for example, if the highest achievement in your family history line was someone being a fisherman, you know, and you're now first generation, they expect you to exceed those expectations. With exceeding those expectations, it's expectations that they set for you. It's not expectations that you set for yourself and mommy and daddy is here to, you know, give you the, the, the comfort that you need. Like, okay, come on, you can do it, you can do it. No, it's the acceptance of what they want you to do. You can't be a fisherman because your granddaddy was a fisherman. I need you to do better than your granddaddy. So you can't be a fisherman, even though you may have a purposeful calling to be a fisherman. They don't want you to be that because that wasn't the image that they pictured when they said that you were going to break the chain. That wasn't the picture that they pictured when they said that you were going to be the first of. When that happens, you have parents who are now using their dreams, their goals, their aspirations, and they're drowning you with them. And you're over here just trying to dig for dear life, trying to find, find an ounce of breath, an ounce of something that suits you. You would have told me in college that I would have been right here on this peak couch with my name up here, with my customized cups, with my previous vision boards over there, my new vision board over there, my candle lit. You know, my, my little lick corner over there with my petty glass, my roses. You would have told me in college that this would have been my life. I would have looked at you like you was crazy. And it wasn't because I think that that would have been impossible. It's because I knew that my parents wouldn't allow it to be possible. So don't even, don't even put that in my head. We don't talk enough about parents using their mistakes using their faults, using their shortcomings of missed opportunities. We don't talk about parents using their mishaps and their misfortunes and their, oop, you were too late, oop, you missed your opportunity to now pour all of that onto their kids, not even giving two fucks about what their kids want. It's not about what you want. Baby, this is what you're gonna give. I want a doctor in the family, so you're gonna be a doctor. I want a lawyer in the family, so you're gonna be a lawyer. I want to be. I want a nurse in the family, so you're gonna be a nurse. That's where the toxic starts. That's where the uncomfortableness starts. Because as a parent, your job is to be your child's biggest cheerleader, biggest supporter. If your child want to run around butt booty naked saying I want to be a mailman, then run around butt booty naked and be a mailman until you get of age that you are going to figure out that you don't want to be a mailman. The prime example that I could use that is, is I'm Tati, <laughs> Tati's little brother years ago, now he's in college. Oh my gosh, I'm getting gold. Hold on, we're gonna drink to that. One summer, we went to go visit her family and I asked her little brother, I was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he was like, I want to be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And me and Tati is like, why do you want to be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? He was like, so I could eat myself. 
that just shows how big of an imagination we as kids naturally have. We're curious. We want to try things different. We want to try things that are outside of the norm, outside of the box. There are some kids that are perfectly fine with structure. There are some kids that's just like, okay, mommy, daddy, what you want from me? You want me to be a nurse? You want me to be a doctor? You want me to be a lawyer? Okay, no problem, I got you. And they'll lead that same path. They'll keep going to that path. They'll excel in that path and they'll go on and be great. And then you also have on the other side, the unique ones, the purposeful ones. And when I say the purposeful ones, I'm not saying that as the people who want to be a nurse, who want to be a lawyer, want to be a doctor. I'm not saying you aren't living a purposeful life, but your steps are already preset. Your guidelines are already preset. So there's nothing else outside of your actual norm that you would have to do. Because if you want to be a doctor, what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to go to school. You're going to have to go to grad school. You're going to have to do clinical. You're going to have to do this. You're going to have to do that. You're going to do this. You know, it's, it's steps by step. You know what guidelines to follow. So even though you are living in your purpose, there's not much more that you would have to do that you don't already know that you have to do. Versus someone who is outside of the norm, who's outside of your basics of those jobs, you are dealing with somebody who may not follow those same guidelines. And for that person who may not follow those same guidelines, maybe there's no steps. There's no steps to follow. There's no yellow brick road to follow. It's all trial and error. And with all the trial and errors that may come to you finding your purposeful path, your purposeful job or a passion or whatever the case is with you trying to find your purpose and figure it out and you don't have a yellow brick road or you don't have the steps and the guidelines to follow baby you need support encouragement you need people on your side telling you i know this looks scary i know you can't see the step besides the step that you're on I know you can't see where this is going. I know you can't see if it's going up, if it's going down, but you can still do it. Whether it's going down, it's gonna come back up. And if it's up and it's going down, it's gonna come back up. You need those people around you to keep you going because you're not on a normal path. You're still on a path to greatness. Your path is just not a normal one. I think the biggest fear when it comes to having parents who put their dreams onto you and put their fears onto you and put their regrets onto you is that they think because your path don't have pre-steps that the steps don't exist. So because in their eyes, those steps don't exist, those steps are imaginary, I'm not gonna encourage you to go hurt yourself. I'm not gonna encourage you to go down there. I'm not gonna encourage you to do none of that because you're gonna drown. You're gonna drown, you're gonna fall. So I'm not gonna encourage it. And that's where the toxic lies. That's where the struggle love resides. Because the struggle love resides right then and there when you would rather have your child drown by themselves than to encourage them that even though you may be drowning, baby, get back up. Even though you might fall short, get back up. Just because it does not work the first time does not mean it's not working. Growing up, I always knew that I wanted to do something helping people. I didn't know exactly what it is but I knew I loved helping people and I knew that I loved talking to people and I loved talking to people because when I was going through all that I was going through growing up with my trauma my shortcomings I didn't have anybody to talk to so I put in the back of my head like I want to make sure I'm someone that can help people overcome whatever it may be this is me knowing what I know about myself I know that I want to help people I just don't know how the West Indies culture for whatever reason, parents 
deemed success as one or two things. It's either you're in the healthcare field or you're in the law enforcement field. What I mean about healthcare, that's nurses, pharmaceutical, doctors, radiation, radiologists, blah, 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 blah. When I say law enforcement, you could be a lawyer, you could be a police officer, like those two are what they deem as you've made it. This is this is this is our golden boy. This is our golden girl. Like you're the doctor in the family, you're the nurse in the family, you're the pharmacist in the family, you're a police officer in the family, you're a sergeant, you're this, you're that. You know, or we could say also the army, the military service. But that's very few was in these parents that I actually find that are okay with their kids fighting for a country that don't really give a fuck about them. But the reason you have West Indy parents that think that winning is either one or two things. So you have me as a child trying to figure out what ropes I want, what I like, what I don't like. So my parents are West Indies. You're going to be a nurse. Your mom's a nurse. You're going to be a nurse. I'm going to teach you everything that you need to know about nursing. I'm going to get you all the books. I'm going to start you off early. Off rip, I knew I wasn't going to be a nurse. Off rip, I knew I wasn't going to be a doctor because I don't like blood and I don't like hurting people because I was once someone that was being hurt. So because I was a child that was once being hurt, I look at anything that makes someone says ow as hurt. I've been to doctor's offices where I hear babies hollering and hooting. I hear kids hollering and hooting. I hear people hollering and hooting. Baby, I don't want to be responsible for that. I'm too emotional for that. I No. But to West Indies parents and family members or whatever else that you want to call What is no? Baby, you're a child. You can't think for yourself. So you're going to do it. You're going to be a nurse because you're going to do it. You don't know no better. I know best because I'm your parent. I'm going to always know what's best because I'm your parent. So boom, I'm sitting here still experiencing life, still figuring out, still doing what I need to do for myself. But in the back of my head, I'm like, I know I'm not going to be a nurse. I know I'm not going to be a doctor, but I know I still want to deliver and make sure that I still uphold this standard for my parents because y'all work so hard to come to America from Haiti. So I don't want to be the first generation to fuck up our history line. I don't want to be the first generation to mess up the tone and the language that y'all preset that I need to set so that we can reset. I don't want to be responsible for that. So I'm sucking it up in these classes. Mind you, I'm miserable, miserable. The information I couldn't retain at all because I didn't care to. This is not where God intended for me to be. This was not where he see me as and this was definitely not where I saw myself as. I sucked it up because I wanted to make my parents proud. I wanted to make sure that I came back with a piece of paper that showed them like Sandra did it. Like Sandra's saving all of us. And I kid you not. I remember this day like it was yesterday. I kid you not. I had to take an elective. The elective class that I decided to take was Intro to Communication 101. That Intro to Communication class was the class that I met Lexi in. But I see you, Lexi. Pew, pew. And you see, you see this Queen's Table logo. You see this? Hold on, let me let y'all see. You see this Queen's Table logo? That's all Lexi, baby. That's all Lexi, baby. Okay, put some respect on my dog's name. I literally met Lexi and we were literally in sync. In sync like there was no tomorrow. And that intro to, intro to communication class changed my life. Like changed my whole entire life. And from that moment, I changed my major. And I'm now in the real world trying to figure it out still. Trying to find me. I'm like, I know I love talking to people still. 
right? Because this is me as a child. I know I love talking to people still. I know this is what I expect. I know this is what I want, but I don't know how to do it. This is where having the support system that you need will fall into place. Because instead of me having the support of my parents, like, okay, you say you love talking to people. You, you say you love helping people. You said that you had a radio show um, while you were in college. Okay, let's see if we could tap into that. They said, okay, you need to go get a bit, you need to, you need to go back to school and take nursing. Either way you put it, I'm fresh out of college, discouraged, hurt. Y'all told me in college that I would have been lined up perfectly fine. And now I'm out of college and ain't nobody giving two fucks about my degrees. You would think that by me coming home with these degrees saying, hey, I technically did change this tone. It just not in the tone that you wanted me to that it would have worked out in my favor. Big negative bitch, big motherfucking negative. I can't even tell you the amount of times that I had to fight for my dreams against my parents. I can't even tell you the amount of times that I had to fight for the respect of my dreams from my parents. And for many years, I resented my parents for them not supporting me. I resented my parents for them not having my back the way that I seen other parents have their kids back. It's okay to feel some type of way towards your chapters. It's okay to feel some type of way towards the behaviors that you are used to. Because by you acknowledging that, that don't sit right with me. You're providing solution to the problem. You're acknowledging that something is off with this situation. You're acknowledging that I am aware that the way that this is going, the way that this is moving is not to my liking. I've had so many panic attacks. I've had so many episodes of where I literally was basking in negative thoughts that were told to me, that were spoken over me from those who are supposed to nurture me. Your parents are the people that set the tone of how you interact with other people. Your relationship with your parents set the tone with how you interact with the relationships outside of your household. So because I'm first generation, I was expected to set the tone their way. And so because I didn't set the tone their way and I set the tone my way, you now have my siblings trying to set the tone their way because they're like, okay, I see my big sis. My big sis is doing what she's doing. I see that she's following her dreams. I see that she's doing everything that she set her mind to. Whoop -de -whoop -de -whoop -de -whoop. To my parents' eyes, it's like, ah, ah, ah. you're tarnishing my other kids. Stop. What are you doing? What are you doing? No, 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 no. You went on and, and float like a butterfly sting like a bee and you spread your wings. You went on and you didn't want to be a nurse. You didn't want to be a lawyer. You didn't want to be a doctor. You think we're going to let you try to show other ones? So what happened? I became the problematic child. I became the problematic child because I was telling my siblings that you could do whatever you set your mind to. I was a problematic child because I was telling them that you don't have to live in a box just because people are telling you that this is the box that you should reside in. I became the problem child because I was actually loving my siblings unconditionally. I was supporting them unconditionally. I was giving them the words of encouragement unconditionally without fault or hurt, without bias to how well or bad the outcome may be, whether it's benefiting me or not. Dealing with toxic parents is emotionally draining because you don't know whether or not they're coming from a place of, hey, I'm trying to give you a heads up because it may not go well or 
Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that it's not gonna go well. They are unaware that they're toxic. They are unaware that the behaviors that they do are toxic. So anything that comes out your mouth that projects anything of correcting them is automatically a defense thing. You will never understand the pressures of it until you're in it. Personal perspective, personal issues, personal traumas, personal upbringings, personal whatever the case you want to talk about it someone's personal perspective is going to always alter the way that they choose to support you or not from a personal perspective you have parents who think that anything that is outside of the box is disobedient is out of the line is embarrassing you're not doing what you're supposed to you're going down a destructive path only because it's outside of this box. And you cannot fault your parents for putting you in this box when this is the box that the people before them told them that that's where you existed only. If we're keeping it above 50, prior to them having to figure it out with us, they did not know shit than damn self. So for me as a parent to not know much my damn self, and I know this much, so I'm trying to give you this much of information. I'm giving you this much of information. And you're like, I don't want that information. I'm gonna go get my own information. As the parent, you're gonna be like, you're being disobedient because I have the information when I have the information in my hand. Why don't you want the information? Whereas you on the other hand, it's like, your information don't work for me. So that's why I'm seeking my own information. I'm going out in the real world to get my own information so I could get the information that works best for me so I could bring it back to work for us. Having parents who don't know better themselves hurt you in the process. It hurts you in the process. Having parents who are figuring it out just as much as you are figuring it out is going to hurt you in the process. And that's okay. That is okay. I had to learn that it's not my responsibility to make you see my vision. It's not my responsibility to make you see and believe that what I have is mine. That's not my responsibility. That's not my fuck to give. We have to understand when dealing with parents who are not used to our norms, who are not used to our set standards, who are not used to coming the way that we expect them to come is that you cannot take it personally. I used to take it personally every single time. My mom and my dad would tell me that embarrassing the family, I'm not leading a right path because I have tattoos, because I have piercings, because I curse, because I smoke. You know, I'm bad, 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 bad. That used to internalize it. I used to cry and bawl my eyes out too my big brother like why do your parents think of me as this terrible person why do your parents honestly think that i'm out here bumming it it's because they don't know no better it's because they don't know any better so if you don't know better to see better how can you really know that that is what better looks like i realize a lot of parents don't understand that god gave people individualism for a reason i think Caribbean, West Indies, parents, they don't understand that individualism is a real thing. They don't believe in that God can give you a different purpose versus everybody else. They don't believe that. 
because it's too far stretched for their imagination to reach. It's too far stretched for them to see the light at the end of the tunnel because there was never a light at the end of the tunnel for them. I'm first generation. My parents didn't know anything about no lights, no street lights coming on and coming out. They were walking around with lamps. So having to first know what life looked like this way to now know that all you have to do is turn the light on, turn it off, it's, it's different. It's different. And even with that little example, you have to take the little light example and use that with everything. Personal perspective is going to always change how people choose to show up for you. And that includes your parents. If I didn't see better, if I didn't know better, and I was raised off of what better was through television, through word of mouth, through looking at magazines, I'm going to put better in this little box. I'm going to put better in this little box because this is what I think better is. And so when I have kids, I'm going to tell my kids, hey kids, this is what better looks like. I need y'all to find this better. This is the better that this is what better looks like. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. But I think what parents need to understand is loving your child unconditionally is knowing that even though you have better in mind for them, allow them to find it themselves. Allow them to find it themselves. And when the time permits, they'll come to you. They'll they'll turn to you when it's needed but let them find their best and better by themselves without shaming them for it without tearing them down for it without breaking them down into thinking that it's impossible because you can't see it yet everything that i've done for myself i've done for myself the faith that I have within myself, the relationship that I have built back with God, it's different. I don't need anybody else to co-sign the fact that I know what I know about myself. It wasn't until that I started to seek self that I seeked God. And because I seek self, I found God. And because now that I have self, I have God and every ounce of me and my journey and my path and my chapters. This whole thing, everything that you see in here, me everything in here besides a handful of things that were given to me as welcome gifts straight off the muscle you think i you think i went to my parents and told my parents hey mom hey dad i need a wallpaper for my studio hey mom hey dad i needed a sign for my studio this is what i see for myself no i prayed about it and as long as i was able to see the vision I didn't care if you seen it or not. I could care less if you saw it or not. I seen the vision for myself. So whether you see it or not, it didn't matter to me. And here we are on my pink couch with my name up, with my shit on the wall. Okay. <laughs> here we are growth in progress growth and progress here we are having to deal with toxic parents you also have to take into account that it's not on you to fix them it's not your responsibility for you to make them wake up and smell the coffee it's not your responsibility to show them like i'm gonna show you different no baby just 
walk in your purpose. Because whether they see it or not, they're going to have to see it. You see how that works? <laughs> they see it or not, they're going to have to see it. Why? Because if you're walking in your purpose, if you're living your purposeful life, if you're seeking God and everything that you do, baby, he's going to lay it before the presence of your enemies. And sometimes your enemies be your peoples. You have to separate. You have to separate what you know about yourself versus what was told about you about yourself. I had to learn how to stop taking them not seeing my vision personally. I had to learn how to stop taking their words and how they see me personally because y'all don't know me. Y'all don't know anything about this journey that I'm on because y'all don't know how to know me because it's outside of y'all norm. It's outside of what you pictured for me. It's outside of your better. And even though I'm showing you my better, you're not respecting my better. So you're you're like, fuck your better. What's your better? Your better is not my better. I'm your parent. I know better. But you don't. They may have the hopes and the dreams and the aspiration to know what's best, but they don't always know what's best. How parents find out what is best? Communicating. Listening. Being compassionate. Being empathetic. Being patient. Being supportive. And some of these parents just don't know how to and you cannot fault them for it you cannot shame them for it you can have resentment for them but you also have to let it all go you have to let it all go i had to learn that i cannot take the opinions of my parents personally at the end of the day how you start is out of your control but how you finish is in your control. You can't help the fact that you grew up with toxic parents. You can't help the fact that you grew up with unsupported parents. You can't help the fact that you grew up thinking like everything that you want is impossible because it's outside of the norms. You can't help those things, but you can start now by taking yourself serious, by taking your uniqueness serious, by taking your dreams, your goals, your aspirations serious, even if you're looking at them by yourself, even though you're picturing them by yourself, just because people cannot see your vision, just because your parents cannot see your vision does not mean your vision does not exist. Still make sure that you bet on yourself 110% at the end of the day. I've betted on myself my whole entire life. Whether I had people behind me or not, whether people knew the true story or not, whether people had all the information to my story or not, I always chose me. I always set the tone for myself because I knew what I knew about myself, that I knew that nobody else can change me but me. Nobody else can make or break me but me. Nobody else can tell me what is possible for me but me. And here I am. It took years. And I'm not going to sit here and say that this happened overnight and that there weren't a lot of sleepless like there weren't a lot of anxiety attacks, a lot of depression, a lot of like going back on the drawing board, like crying myself to sleep. Like, why does my parents hate me? Like, why do they hate me so much to the point that they cannot just let me be great? I've said it several times before, even like, just leave me alone. Like, and this is not even saying leave me alone in a disrespectful manner, but just leave me alone. Let me figure it out. Let me figure it out. If you're not going to be supportive, just leave me alone. And I needed that. 
I needed to speak that out loud to speak it to myself too. Just because someone is unsupportive, just because your parents are unsupportive, does not mean that you do not still support yourself. That you still do not show up for yourself. No one can tell you what is destined for you but God. No one can tell you what is possible for you but God. Everybody else is just going to lead you to the direction that they think is best for you from a personal perspective. Not saying that their personal perspective is necessarily in vain or with ill intention, but your personal perspective may not always work with my personal perspective and that's okay no fault there you feel me but we have to we have to understand that you cannot stop doing you because you don't have the support listen okay you don't need nobody's support that be walking this earth baby i don't give a fuck about no support that walk this earth baby my support he up there okay he made sure i'm gucci he makes sure I'm Louis Fenty product. Okay. He makes sure I'm Gucci. So as long as I mentally make sure that I check in with him, whether that is in the shower, whether that's driving, whether that's me walking Oreo, like I make sure that I'm in tune with the most high. And as long as I'm in tune with the most high, I could care less about what anybody who walked this motherfucking earth feel about me. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Live a purposeful life, people. Live a purposeful life outside of the opinions of your parents. Because eventually they're going to see it for themselves. Eventually they're going to see it for themselves. Trust yourself enough to bet on yourself. Trust yourself enough to know that you know you better than anybody else. And as long as you have faith in the faith that you have in yourself, you already won. You already won. The rest is history, baby. I miss you okay and before i let y'all go i'm gonna get my vision board so i can show y'all something see the growth in progress baby uh -uh. you see growth in progress okay got got distracted my bad what y'all see there what is that that's what that's a pink couch that's my name with a grass back wall where we at let me sit back here. Where we at? Where we at? Aren't we on the pink couch with a grass wall with my name on the wall? And be that's it. Now, now we're gonna finish drinking, okay? And if you have not already, like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff, sweetie, because you don't want to miss out to all the talk that's on the table now, do we? I don't think so. And until next time, my dirty, filthy whore bags, I hope y'all enjoy the rest of y'all week. Don't let nobody tell you what you can and cannot do because you can do it all. Hugs and kisses, y'all. Hugs and motherfucking kisses. Mwah!